F A I L. This four letter word is often frowned on by society, at least here in the U.S., and is actually discouraged, especially in the school system. But it's this four letter word that, when done repeatedly, actually helps us to reach those successes for which we are striving. Welcome, everyone, to the In a Weekend podcast. I'm your host, Yang Pratt, and today's episode is really inspired by an experience that I had a couple of weeks ago with my oldest at the DMV. Before I tell you about this story, though, I want to share a quote by J.K. Rowling about failure. She says, failure is so important. We speak about success all the time. It is the ability to resist failure or use failure that often leads to greater success. I've met people who don't want to try for fear of failing. Simply put, failing is part of the human experience. It's part of our everyday lives. No one person is excellent at everything and has failed at nothing, at least that I know of personally. As a business owner, as parents, we often get down on ourselves when we, quote, fail. When our latest and greatest thing, such as a family dinner, a vacation, a podcast episode, a blog post, a promotion, etc., doesn't go as we planned, it's easy to jump to the conclusion that because we failed at this thing, we must be a failure. But then, of course, that is our Mind making up stories and putting meaning to that failure. So let's dive into the story that inspired this episode. And this is an episode that's different than many that I record because it's not super tactical, meaning you're not going to have action steps necessarily, like one, two, and three, like I usually give. However, I wanted to share it because it's so applicable and it's so real in our society and I want us to break out from that norm and really start to shift the paradigm on how we view failure. About a week or so ago, my oldest went in to take the driving portion of the driver's test so she could get her license and she actually failed the driving portion of the test. As you can imagine, she was extremely disappointed. She did manage to keep her composure as the tester voiced loud enough for all the room to hear, making the experience even worse, all the reasons why she wasn't being granted a license. As I rescheduled the test, I could see the emotions rise to the surface. The first tears fell as she exited the building. When she drove off with grandma after the test, sitting in the passenger seat with her head hanging low, my heart hurt. I wanted nothing more than to console her with hugs and reassure her. She is 16 after all and adamantly refused any of my gestures, preferring to be left alone with her thoughts and her feelings. When I reached out via text later that night, she was staying at her grandma's house to tend to her after her stomach surgery. 
When I asked her how she was doing, her response indicated she was really in a funk. She felt like she did her very best on this test and that no amount of practice between now and the rescheduled test would help at all. She had failed at passing her driver's test, so that must mean that she herself is a failure. Have you ever experienced feelings like this? Yep, me too. It's hard to see past that moment of failure. It's easy to get tunnel vision and allow the inner dialogue to put meaning on what that failure must mean. As an example, when Sophie was in kindergarten, she came home delighted that she had earned a prize that day. When I inquired about why she had received the prize, she told me she had received it because there were no eraser marks on her paper. And as you can imagine, I was livid that the school system was planting in her head at such a young age that it's not okay to fail, that mistakes are bad and we should strive for perfection and anything less is, well, lesser than, and that you have failed somehow at your experience. And of course, we know that not to be true. Before I stay on this soapbox too long, I do want to say this. It is time to reframe how we view failure. In reality, each failure is one step closer to that success we desire for ourselves, our businesses, and for our kiddos. I know it is easier said than done. One of the biggest struggles or alleged failings I hear about from my private and group clients is failing at coming up with content to share with their clients. They say they're failing at producing enough content that it's never ending. They say they're failing at creating content that's, quote, good enough to put out into the world. They share that they're failing to find the time to create content consistently. And of course, I can relate to all of this. There have been many times during my nearly two decades as an entrepreneur that I felt like a failure, especially when it came to creating content. And just so we're on the same page, when I refer to content, it is anything original that you create in your business to share with others. Let me give you some examples, one from a brick and mortar business and one from being an online business owner. When I ran my performing arts school, content looked like this. It looked like choreography for my classes. It looked like social media posts. It looked like internal guidebooks for staff, students, and parents. It looked like video newsletters, and it looked like designing programs, cultivating sponsor relationships, and much more. As a podcaster and online business owner, content looks a little bit different. For me right now, content looks like live or pre-recorded video. It looks like podcast episodes, blog posts and books, social media again, and speaking engagements. So while the actual content may vary slightly from when I had a brick and mortar business to what business looks like now, it is the creation of original things shared with others that really is at the heart of this episode. 
No matter what type of business you're in, creating content is essential and it's a piece that you can use to attract and retain clients. And my favorite way to create content and teach others to share their content quickly is, can you guess it? Podcasting. Podcasting is my absolute favorite way to share content with all of you, share my challenges, my struggles, my insights, and help you to make content creation, especially creating a podcast, much more simplistic and much easier than we're often led to believe. Have you noticed that when you go to search something on Google or any other platform, that a lot of times things are made out to be so complicated and so much so that we just kind of maybe watch a few video or a couple tutorials and we actually feel more overwhelmed than when we began. I know this has happened to me countless times and it's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about really simplifying and making podcasting easy for you because It is a tool that you can use no matter whether you're in business or what stage of life you are in. And to be quite honest, podcasting is something my kids help me to do in my business and with others. So really, there are no age limitations. There's really very little barriers to entry. And I want to help you do just that. I want to help you contemplate what the world of podcasting might look like for you because I have something special coming up in the fall that I know is going to be really special for anyone who participates. So with that being said, my friend, I want to really leave you with this thought. Failing is not failure. Just because you have failed at something does not mean you yourself are a failure. And really, it is through our failures that we come out more victorious and reach those successes, which become more meaningful because of the failures. Let's take the time to talk about failure with our kids, with our families, and really express that failure should not be something that is avoided at all costs. It should be embraced. And if you haven't already seen the movie Meet the Robinsons, there is this amazing scene where the main character is visiting his family and he's taken aback when an experiment fails and the whole family hoops and hollers and cheers and they're so joyful over this failure And that's what I want for all of you. And I know, again, easier said than done. But if we can really start to celebrate those failures and fail forward faster, we can be on the road to success all the more quickly. So what have you failed at lately? I want to hear all about it over at youngprat.com slash 228. I'm always curious to see how other people celebrate their failures and how they learn from them and move forward into being more successful. Hey, and will you do me a favor? 
Will you share this episode with three friends who you think could benefit from the idea of shifting how we are viewing failure as a society? I would be so grateful that you shared this message with three people in your life. And if you are inclined to leave us a rating and review on your favorite platform like Apple Music, I would be so grateful. And the more people who come to this party here on the podcast, the more joyful we can make the idea of content creation and how much more easy we can make this world of podcasting. Because, my friends, there is someone out there waiting for your podcast. I'll catch you next time. Cheers.